On the Rave with Addy and Gav is proudly sponsored by Express Lifestyle Solutions. Whether it's home insurance or mortgages, Express Lifestyle Solutions can make a difference. Isolation Inspiration Station. Method Radio. On the Rave! Hi, I'm Addy. And I'm Gav, and you're tuned in to the On The Rave radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, ravers of all ages, welcome to what is episode number nine of the On The Rave radio show. Gav, on duties by himself, because we've got something a little bit different for you this time out, but you know what's not different, the way we start all of these shows we put a cry out to find out what people wanted for their hashtag ravers choice this time out and one of the requests that came in was for the set that we played at lindisfarne we tried we endeavored to try and record it ourselves on the night but um technology let us down as it often does i don't know why um you know tony t wasn't there to make it not work but for some reason it just it just decided it wasn't going to work but the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mudfoot Blaps, a.k.a. the Don of Method Radio, Sandy, was actually recording all the bits and pieces and has sent us over the recording. So, in a record-breaking <laughs> length of Raver's Choice, here is the half an hour that we blasted out at Lindisfarne for all of you to enjoy. Ignore the <laughs> head on the mic, he should have just had one less room. Yeah! Who's ready? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, ravers of all ages. Come on now.
spectacular. What you can always do is just keep dancing. Just keep bringing the vibes inside. Come on now.
Now the other hand. She stands up from the rest. That girl has qualities. Now dance. Shout out to all the people inside. 
let's squeeze forward. Let's get this wave packed in the front here. This is where we all want to have it. Arms in the air now.
I hear you. I can see you all out there. So come on, squeeze in. Let's get the warmth going inside the rave, Linda's farm. What a vibe.
Ladies and gentlemen, we have been on the rave, bringing the party to you. Can I get some noise for the DJ inside? And one more time, when I say on the, you say rave, on the, on the, good night. Well, there you go, Ravers. That was the full set that me and Addy played out at Lindisfarne. Uh, fun times were had by all at that festival, and hopefully many, many more fun times will come at that one. But now that Lindisfarne's over, it's time to start getting excited about Res again. We've literally got a fortnight until Resurrection is back in Newcastle. So we're going to take over now with a bit of a Resurrection special, starting with one of Addy's suggestions for people to see. This is Utah State's Something Good featuring the legend Kate Bush.
there's just something about that tune those pianos that just make you feel like the party has already started and as i said resurrection in the park at lisa's park is just a tiny little bit of way and addy managed to get on the line and have a chat with one of his rave heroes so what you're about to hear is the hour-long conversation and mixed in with a couple of tunes that addy had with the man from industrial strength records this is addy's chat with lenny d on the rail! Lady D, make it faster! Get fucking louder! And if you haven't guessed by now, this is the Resurrection Lenny D special on Method Radio. Prepare yourself for beats, bass, and some industrial strength banter. And let's start this thing the way we always started, with a little bit of Raver's choice. And put a post up on the Gabba 90s group, and Mr. Luke McMillan, DJ producer himself, posted a track that we're going to play first up. This is Lenny D, effing hostile.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, ravers of all ages, we are on the rave again. This is another one of our very special uh, resurrection little mini interviews. And this time we have got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lenny Effin. It's on the radio, so I can't swear. F and D. How are you? They know, they know what you mean. Yeah. I might have to drop some little uh, samples over uh, any swears that might come out. <laughs> I, I use that word quite often. Yeah, yeah. I use it like an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is, really, but, you know. <laughs> so how are you, Lenny? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, even though this COVID is really bad. You know, I had some family things with the COVID, so oh, it really hit me home a lot, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, actually, this is the first two years I've ever stayed home. I don't remember when I had a year of not DJing. It's yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's really crazy. It's like, oh, wow, now I know what normal people do. <laughs> it's totally bored. Just you get a lot more time in the house rather than out and about. Yeah, and, you know, my studio is down at the moment, so I'm getting it all rebuilt and everything. Yeah. So I've been, I have not been making any music for the last, I don't know, five, six months, maybe almost uh, half a year already. Wow. Uh, which which really sucks to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm really feeling the energy now. I want to start, especially when parties are starting up again. You get that that vibe to make things, be creative. Yeah, you know, I don't feel like I missed anything these last year and a half or so because there's no parties. A lot of the music, you know, techno, hardcore. This you you yeah. see it on YouTube, and yeah, it's good, but you really need to be in the party. Yeah, music. So I think a lot of Music, even if it was really good, kind of fell by the wayside because people are not zoning out at a party yeah. and, you know, you get all the DJs on, you know, YouTube and all that. And it's really not the same. You know, <laughs> you see the, all this stuff and I'm like, DJ and nobody. There's a wall in front of you. Who are you doing that for? <laughs> you know? You gotta love it. You gotta love it. People's gotta get that sort of energy anywhere they can though, can't they? And they've, like everyone else has been stuck in for so long. Going like that to a wall seems to be a good idea. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not the best case scenario for anyone that likes to party, for sure, you know? I mean, yeah, you have parties in the house, but since you can't have anybody in the house and this and that, oh, yeah. you, you know, it, it's, a, it's a mess. You know, anyone that performs or does music, it, you know, it's really bad, really yeah, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it it's it's up and down at the best of times, you know, because sometimes you DJ, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't, you know. So it's it's even worse now, to be honest. It's a lot worse. Yes, definitely. That's well, I'm excited to come to Reds. Yes. Sure. Getting out of the house and coming to Scotland for a party. Well, not Scotland this time. Not Scotland. You're back in the sunny Newcastle. Oh, you're right. You know, you guys are so close on the border. Right oh, the very often mistaken. <laughs> There's the first edit. <laughs> so, what was the first res that you were a part of, Lenny? Um, was it the Scotland era, or did you did you bunch to get into Newcastle? The uh, the Scotland era, really, like the first ones, like yeah. event event two. Um, pretty much all the, the, the really big too. you know, I think I might've played one in Newcastle, but more or less the, uh, the original ones. Yeah. 
So, did, can you remember who else was playing on those parties? I, 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 well, if I didn't say Scott Brown, I'd be yeah. an idiot because, like, you know, uh, unbelievable. Carl Cox. I mean, what could you say? Roughneck. Oh. Uh, you know, like even Die Witness. And oh yes. So it's many. Raver. I mean, it never ends. You know, every flyer. You just get some, you know, you, you got Fabio, you know, you have all these great guys. Um, so many genres. All in one. Pick just one. Oh, yeah. So many genres, just all in the one tent, just the one big rave with so much other diverse music on. It was so, so good. Yeah, well, you, you know, that that's the difference between now and then. Like, you know, there was a point when the, um, you know, when promoters started to, expand to get more people yeah. so what they did was they took hardcore put it here put techno over here so what started happening to the parties it, it got totally disjointed and you know if you're a kid coming out to a party you want to be in the big room you know so you yeah, or you yeah. just love techno so what it what it did it just pulled everything apart and I always thought that was the death of it all, really because I think you know when I was tripping on ease and doing all crazy shit I didn't want to hear one thing through the yeah. whole night you know what i mean and having the breakup of different styles and different djs not worrying about if another dj is going to play their track so you, you yeah. kind of get the best out of it you know i used to play parties with sven Vaughn, jeff mills and you think lenny d with sven Vaughn, you know but it was what it was you know and everybody yeah. shined and i think the people got the best out of everybody, as opposed to, let's say, a DJ playing hardcore before me that played three of the tracks. Yeah. So I compromised just based on that. You know what I mean? So I miss those days. And I think if, you know, here in New York, I, I throw some parties every once in a while and it's never the same thing. Yeah. You just know, if I get a happy guy, a fucking speedcore guy, then I get yeah. a techno guy, a drum and bass guy. And I try to keep that original. Uh, vibe alive yeah like, kind of just throw things against the wall and just see what sticks yeah and you know also giving the young guys here in new york a shot to play you, you know i i support all the promoters here you, you know I, I i compromise you know my fees everything just to get the party in new york you know keeping it real basically yeah you know? So let's go back to your first reses. What sort of tunes were about and around? What were people playing back then? Wow. Well, there was a lot, you know, besides, you know, Scott Brown. There was, you know, Die Witness. You know, um, I was playing a lot of really hard stuff. Um, you know, there's also Illuminate from DJ Edge. You know, you can't, you know, these, yeah. these records were off the chain. Um, you know, get down everybody. You know, that was a monster hit. That's like on Hit House, DJ Paul. Um, you know, three steps ahead. There, there were, it was very hard for me to pick one because it seemed like they all were great. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, DOA, 250 BPM. And then you play, uh, you know, Scott Brown at like, you know, 175 or 160, you know. So there was just pretty much every track had its place you know right. even when there were some tracks i played that were not really known you know they fit you know the the sets so you know i mean strict nine on my label was absolutely one of the one of the big hits you know nazi gluten i mean you know depending on when 
you saw me, I kind of evolved over each party. And, you know, yeah. I was DJing in between, obviously, as well. So I was kind of evolving, getting harder and harder and harder because I come from disco to house to techno, you know. So I just kept going up. And the music, I just, you know, it followed me or I followed it, you know. But there's just so many, so many tracks. Q-Tex, I mean, you, you can't really stop all the alternate tracks. I mean, yeah, really, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, which one, you know? But um, I, I think every track had a part, you know, it, it had a part to play, you know, Definitely. I think. Well, then could, could you pick, I don't know, pick me one track, pick me one track that encapsulates back then. How about Nas and Blue? I'll play a few that you just... If you want to play code face, you go for it, my friend. I will not censor that. People are pumping all this shit out at a thousand miles an hour. Yes, it is vacuous. You're fucking weird. I'm fucking having your fucking head kicked in. Yes, it is vacuous. Fuck you! Fuck you! People are pumping all this shit out at a thousand miles an hour. Fuck you!
There was also, you know, in the later, later parts, it was forgotten moments for me. It was fucking hostile. Um, you know, there was just so DJ Edge. What was it? The remix. You know, there was so many. But those really stuck in, in my head. Well, because I released them, obviously. But, yeah. you, you know, they were really, that was a real big changing point where hardcore just went, pew, you know, yeah. even crazier. Um, but yeah, those would be some of my choices for sure. A lot of seminal tunes there. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of really hard to to say because when I first played Res until the last Res, mm-hmm. music just changed. It went from the rave kind of stuff with Prodigy, yeah, uh, and all that lot, and then it started to get you know jungle, and then you got that stuff coming in, and then the you know, the techno and, you know, and I was doing this hardcore thing and, you know, that, that was where I was at at the time of res. Cause before that I was playing other, other things as well. So yeah, it, all the music, like I said, but you know, a lot of those die witness, you know, throw your hands up, bah, 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 you know what I mean? It's so hard to, to pick one because it seemed like everything I used to play whether it was a real good record or not, people went crazy. So it's like, whoa, it's an o- overwhelming uh, kind of question to, to pinpoint yeah. one. Well, I think, we, I think we might just pick three or four tracks and sprinkle those through the first part of this thing. Spread the love. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone will complain about that. You pick some. No, out. definitely not. I mean, every, you know what it was like? You know, forgotten moments, like the title of that. It's like sort of like you're at a party. And you have all those moments when you're there tripping out and doing whatever. And then, you know, you forget those moments because you're in a new moment, you know? Oh. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, that's the same with me. I get little pictures in my brain, like what was going on. <laughs> and that, especially if I see a video, I'm like, ooh, the old 
man was not sober on that particular picture. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you know, it was like the 60s. You just got to go for it. And I did.
to another subject that's I'm guessing is going to be pretty hard to pick pick your res anthems which other people have played where you've been there when you've in the vibe and when you've just thought you've seen looked up and saw someone DJ and just went oh that's it that's a tune that like 
that's a tune. You know, uh, I would have to say, for me, the most reactions that I saw um, were really stuff that I released because, you know, the other tracks, I, I played them for sure, but like Extreme Terror, Fucking Hostile, Nazimbluten, DOA, Your Mother, and all those tracks were just OTT. They were over the top, you know? Yeah. So, you, you know, a lot of that stuff was what I saw being, you know, even the, the, the Strict Nine uh, record was, you know, a really big anthem for us. You know, when I used to play that out, it was like Scotland. Like, I'll be honest with you, that record, Utopia Project, got a better response in Scotland than let's say it would in Germany. So, yeah. you, you know, or some of the other countries for that matter. So I think that one was a really good, it was really long. It had like three anthems within it, you know. So the Utopia Project that's definitely That's great. definitely good enough for me if it's another absolute worldy of a track.
you know, there was also those May Day anthems back then, even though the party wasn't May Day. <laughs> you know, well, DJ Edge, you know, we also, we produced that Silence of Eternity. Yeah. Which really had its moments, for sure it did, you know, and that was a, a really big one. You know, his Illuminate record, you know, dan dan dan, dan I mean... That was huge to me yeah. back then, and, and and you know when it's a great record, when a lot of people play the same records, you know. Yeah. So they might be in a different room, and you're going, "Oh shoot, that's the same song he's playing, but he's playing it faster than he is," you know. Um, so yeah, those would have been some of my favorite, uh, just because of the reactions too. Yeah, you know, you hear like some of the the stuff on Industrial Strength at that time it was really apart from everything else. You know, it was like, you know, if you were into hardcore, you're, you, you, you definitely were into those tracks because they were actually nothing really before it, you know, in terms of how they were made, the tempo and all that. So they were really shockers. Yeah, very groundbreaking tracks. Yeah, totally. Like they weren't the mentasmy big rave kind of anthems like that, you know? I, I mean, for me, that stuff, I was coming out of the, and it was not coming out. I was in the, the Total Rave festival scene, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I played in clubs, but more the outside festivals, you know. I played in Food Bar and all that. So, you, you know, it, it, I just evolved. And I was evolving through Rex, uh, through, through Res, excuse yeah. me, you know. Because every time, it wasn't like there was a party every week, you know. So by the time I got to the next one, I moved a little further, you know, yeah. until the end where it was like chaos, you know, when I got, when I started playing Nazimut, that, that was it, you know, it's like how much further could anybody go? Yeah, they're, they're absolutely one of my favorite artists ever, Nazimut. Yeah, great. you know, you know, I was in Australia and I was, you know, I'm always, I, at that time, I, and I still am, I was on the hunt for artists and, you know, with no internet you had to really make the concerted effort to go find people yeah. or they would find me, you know, but Nas and Bloom, we played at a party together in, in Australia for, I think Jeff, the chef, to be honest. And, um, I, 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 I didn't know. I, I said, I don't know who they are or whatever, but, you know, it's like every fly, you don't know everyone. And then I went into central station and I saw a record with a little mouse on it. And stuck out. So I put it on, man, concrete compressor, all the tracks on that record. And I said, wow, these guys, I got to get them on my label. And then at the party, that's where I did the, 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 the meet and greet. You know what I mean? And it just went from there. You know, I, I was really, you know, I was focusing on Nas and Bluten. And the way we released it was to, to, to show that logo. And, you know, where the first records didn't really have that from them. And then all of a sudden, we just marketing itself, really. You see a bloody fist and <laughs> ate this shit, you know what I mean? If you were into fucking crazy records, that would have been one you would have found. Yeah, I'd never passed up one when I went to the record shop. When I went to the base generator's record shop on a Saturday and I came down. Oh, a yes, I love that shop. I can't even tell you the things that used to go on when I got off the plane. I'll make them pay. Okay. 
I don't know if you've seen who else is on at Reyes. Yes, I have actually. Um, very interesting lineup. Um, yeah, so who would you forward to, to go, and, uh, go and see yourself? Well, I would definitely say Wanda from KLF because I haven't seen that in ages. So for yeah. me, that's very interesting. Fabio also. Man, we played so many parties back in the day and I haven't seen him in ages and you know i want to get my drum and bass on yeah you, you know alternate always amazing you, yeah you know, i i kind of think you know you know wanda and fabio would be you know my my choices i'm showing my age now so yeah. <laughs>
on most of the night. From the Galloway Hills through the city lights. Just followed the road. Not much was said. Filled up with gas when the needle touched red. Sitting here, I watch the flames. They climb higher and they take me again. And sometimes I remember when.
I'm sure a lot of people will be going and hitting them up as well. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think there'll be people trying to keep, keep out the cold as well. So it's very cool, Newcastle, that sort of time of year. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. I can tell you, I hope I see some old faces and some young ones because, there's, you know. There's going to be a lot of old faces knocking around because I know a lot of old faces that are going already. You know, I mean, the young kids, you know, younger, they, they should go to these parties and really see what they missed, you know. And then once you see, you hear all these kind of records, it's it's kind of really great to see the, you know, the evolution of it. Yeah. Of being, of being a party goer. You know, because like some some of them, they might not know the tracks, but if you play something crazy, they remember they have never really heard all those yeah, yeah. Tracks from Joey Beltram, all those early tracks. You know, what, what I always say to everyone is like the 90s was probably the most unrepresented music because unlike now you have cell phone. If, if you wanted to record something in the 90s, you needed a camera like a TV yeah. station just to film it, you know, and then you had it on tape. And so a lot of the the party action was only caught by, you know, whatever party filmed it. And not every party. No, no, I got the arrested. They, they always filmed everything that they did. And they put- filmed everything. Like yeah. there's a lot of parties that I played that just never had it really yeah. because it was just in the moment, you know. Some of the parties were never really legal, especially here and a couple of parties, you know, where you're just doing them in London, like back when I really started, you yeah, know, I came from the pirate side to the, you know, I hate saying mainstream, but what people were listening to. And like I said, no internet, no, none of that, no cell phones. Um, so you, like forgotten moments, you, you take all those moments in with you when you leave that party more so than, Oh, let me Google it. Oh, let me, you know, Shazam it or, or whatever, yeah. you know, kind of, takes the fun out of going, what the hell was that? You know what I mean? Which is what I'm, what I'm into. I like to be surprised. Yes, definitely. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times after a party like that, that I've went into a record shop and went, have you got this song? And it kind of just goes, yeah, I want the one that goes boom, boom, boom. Hey, you. All right. Well, there's a whole section there with boom, boom. And there's your fuck you session. There you go. Find whatever tracks you want to use. Sorry if I use that word. You can bleep me out. Maybe I'm. I will edit it out. Let me. Don't you worry. So we'll get to the end of this little mini interview. Have you got any secret weapons in your bag that you're going to pull out for the night just to make that crowd go absolutely crazy? Well, what I'm planning to do, right? Because a lot of that stuff was on record, uh, on vinyl. I don't really have it all transferred. But what I am going to do, thanks to people at YouTube that are fanatical about it all, I'm going to go through the list and see what I have digitally. See, that that also is a huge problem because back in those days, if you had a great record out, not necessarily you were on a CD. Yeah. You know, Compilation started to come after. So there's a lot of those tracks, you know, digital copies. I mean, the labels are out of business, things like that. So it's a lot harder to find music from the 90s, you know, especially something that's not recorded from a turntable or an MP3, you know. Yeah. Which well, that quality. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, I'm definitely going to do Utopia Project. I'm definitely going to do all the tracks I spoke, you know, about. Awesome. Uh, you know, forgotten moments, plus, you know, some of the other tracks, you know, and try to make up a, a mixed mashup. I was actually even thinking of going even earlier, like right at that beginning part, um, 
but when you listen to some of that stuff, like, you know, Marco Carter pain and, you know, nine millimeter, oh, I'm going to get into some of those as well. I mean, nine millimeter, forget about it. That place was like he ripped apart, you know, I mean, if there was an explosion, that would have been one of them, you know? So it's very hard to move all those records together. Cause you know, when they came out, they were out during that year. Yeah. But now that you span, you know, 20 years, you could play sets like from a record that came out in December of 2000, whatever, or 19 or 1995 that I couldn't play in 1994. And, you know, so the, the, the list of the music just gets all overwhelming, really. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get a bit of but everything, you know. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for spending your time chatting with us. And Guys, I'm coming over. Get ready. You know, the biggest thing for me with Rez was about the energy. Yes. You know, people made that party, you know, because, you know, I, I think that was the pinnacle part, part of the hardcore explosion, the parties. I mean, I played the first uh, party ever in Scotland, um, which was a huge party. I, for, I forgot the name, but it was like the first big rave event with Carl Cox and a few of the guys. And, you know, so I've been in that Scottish scene for a very long time, but it really is the people. When you got a guy with no shirt in the middle of the winter, dancing his ass off, you know, I mean, you couldn't ask as a DJ, you couldn't ask for a better bunch of people to, to play to. Everybody didn't care. It was free, you know, in terms of how everyone is expressing themselves and straight down to the girls dancing on stage, you know, you, that vibe, you know, made, made Rex, uh, Rez amazing. You know, it was a real, real showstopper for me because I played as good as the people were, you know, I'm not a DJ yeah. that sits in the house and plays against the wall. I, I, I don't connect. So to me, the people, you know, Rez, the, the organizers, everybody was a big party. And I, I definitely feel great about doing this one as well. Well, everyone here is desperate for us. I'm desperate to see you there, Lenny. Great. Well, I'm going to kick some ass. Play the 9-9 number and the people get sick. Then I 
Good evening ravers. Did you think my master was going to let Addy and Gav do a rest special and not drop his recommendation for the one to watch in the park? Are you mad? The all-powerful wizard agrees with the man from Industrial Strength Records, the rave legend Mr. Lenny D, that Alternate will bring the party to Newcastle. So here is his favorite track by them. This is Armageddon.
What an absolute stormer of a track, alternate tracks like that really bring the full-on masked hysteria out in my master. He will be there in the park, raving with all the common folk. But you will have no idea he is there. Plotting the demise of on the rave. Sooner or later. He will take over. It is his destiny. So saith the almighty wizard. Ha 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 ha. Isolation Inspiration Station Method Radio On the Hi, alrighty, and I'm Gav, and you're tuned in to the On The Rave radio show. Well, there you have it, Method Radio. That was the On The Rave preview of Resurrection. Big thanks to Lenny D for spending some time on the line with Addy, and we're going to end this show with a couple of bits of recommendations from us for who to go and see when you're there. For me, it's all about the pianos. I'm there for the old school, so I'm really looking forward to seeing people like K-Class, and I'm super excited to see Ultrasonic. I've never seen Ultrasonic before, so I'm going to play a couple of old school bangers for you because that's what's going to get me going it's the pianos
And anyone who knows Addy knows that he is all about that bang and he has picked two rocking tracks for you. First off, he's gone for a bit of bass X with hardcore disco, followed up by a big old helping of bass generator. So we will see you in the field at Res. Come and give us a shout, come and scream on the rave, but we're, we'll never ever get bored of it. Like it's not getting boring and we will see you in the park.
On The Rave is proudly sponsored by Express Lifestyle Solutions. Whether it's mortgages or insurance, Express Lifestyle Solutions can make a difference. Bazin, 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 bazin.